everyone. It's good to be together this morning. Today we're going to be looking at the theme of disciples making disciples. And our passage comes from Matthew chapter 28, verses 16 to 20, where Jesus shares his final words with his disciples before he's taken up into heaven. And you know, when someone shares their final words with you, it's usually going to be quite important, isn't it? For example, my mother, she's a wonderful person, and I love her to bits. But one thing that I really struggle with is her need to constantly have everything absolutely spotless. I'm not a messy person, but she is really, really, really clean. And she gets stressed when things aren't clean, especially when it's the kitchen. And so whenever she plans to go away for a few days, and before she heads off, she'd always say to me, Yen, remember to keep the kitchen clean for when I return. Then, when she heads out the door, she'd say it again, remember, just, just keep the kitchen clean. And because it's the final thing she says to me, I know that it's something that's really important to her. She doesn't want me to forget. She wants me to take what she says seriously. And the same applies here in this passage, as Jesus gives his final instructions to his disciples before he goes away. So here it is, Matthew chapter 28, verses 16 to 20. Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Here we have Jesus telling his disciples to make disciples of all nations, and he's sending them out with his authority He says, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. So this isn't a suggestion that Jesus is making here. It's a command. And it's a command to all of us who call ourselves his disciples. We've been called to be disciples that make disciples. And it's important that we heed these final words of Jesus. The Archbishop of Canterbury, Justin Welby, says this, First, the church exists to worship God in Jesus Christ. Second, the church exists to make new disciples of Jesus Christ. Everything else is decoration. Everything else is decoration. We've been commissioned by Jesus to go and make disciples, and this means we need to tell people about Jesus. And it means we need to value discipleship as a privilege and a priority. As Christians, we believe that Jesus has been sent by God to come into our broken world to seek and save the lost. He came to live the life that we couldn't live and to die the death that we deserved. And three days later, he rose from the grave, conquering death itself. And it's because of that that we can have a relationship with God. 
we're given a more abundant life, a life that is filled with significance and with meaning. And so just as the Father sent him, in this passage, before his ascension, Jesus sends his disciples to go out with his authority to bring his message to the world. Now, some of you might be thinking, well, I'm, I'm not an evangelist. Well, you know what? I believe that some of you are evangelists. You just don't know it yet. Nevertheless, though not all of us are called to be evangelists, we are all called to be witnesses. And our desire to be a witness for Jesus all comes down to this. Do you believe that the gospel is good news? Do you believe that Jesus is alive today, that he has ascended and sent you his spirit and given you the ministry of proclaiming the gospel to those who don't know him? And if you do, then does your life reflect it? Because it's your life, your behavior, your actions that reflect what you truly believe. It's not about what you say you believe, it's about what you truly believe. It's about what you do. And there is a, a mission field out there, and, and that's the heart of every unbeliever. And so if we call ourselves disciples of Jesus, we need to be making disciples. But before we go, before we go any further, I, I want us just to take a moment to consider what discipleship looks like in our own lives, what it looks like to be a disciple, which is to be a learner, a student. William Barclay writes this, it is possible to be a follower of Jesus without being a disciple. Then he goes on to tell the story. Once someone was talking to a great scholar about a younger man, he says, so-and-so tells me that he was one of your students. And the teacher replies, he may have attended my lectures, but he was not one of my students. This short little tale teaches us that we're not truly students unless we have a desire to learn, unless we're engaged. And so it's possible for a person to even go to church every Sunday without being a true disciple of Jesus. As it's been said, going to church doesn't make you a Christian any more than going into McDonald's makes you a cheeseburger. <laughs> Let that sink in. So with all of this in mind, what does discipleship currently look like in your life? Are you a student? If Jesus was standing here right now and he says, go and make disciples of all nations, would you hear him? Would you be engaged? Would he be calling you his disciple? Here's another way to think about it. If you were put on trial for being a Christian, would there be enough evidence to convict you? If you were put on trial for being a Christian, would there be enough evidence to convict you? Because the whole point of being a disciple is that we imitate and grow to become more like Jesus. After all, to be a Christian is to be like Christ, and to be his disciple means to be a disciple maker. That's the command that Jesus has left us, to make disciples. It's quite simple, yet it remains something that many of us continue to ignore and resist. I want to read something to you written by Francis Chen. He says this, why is it that when we why is it that we see so little disciple-making today taking place 
in the church? Do we really believe that Jesus told his early followers to make disciples, but wants the 21st century church to do something different? None of us would claim to believe this, but somehow we've created a church culture where the paid ministers do the ministry, and the rest of us show up, put some money into the plate, and leave feeling inspired or fed. We have moved so far from Jesus' command that many Christians don't have a frame of reference for what disciple-making looks like. Some very strong words there. I wonder what it was like to hear. But how about you? How about you? Would you be content being the person who simply enjoys church from a comfortable distance? Or would you rather be a disciple who makes disciples? Do we want to be a church filled with Christian consumers who busy ourselves talking about what we liked and what we didn't like about the service? A church that's overly obsessed about the decoration? Or do we want to be a church that responds to the calling that Jesus has given us? Chan continues by saying this, the king who commands us to make disciples is the same king who sacrificed himself to give us life. It is our pleasure to serve this king, and we should find joy in submitting to his will. Furthermore, it should not be enough that we ourselves enjoy a healed relationship with our king. We should want every person on earth to experience this great salvation. Brothers and sisters, the world needs to know that Jesus is alive. The world needs to know that we have a risen Savior and that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Amen? Hmm. So with all that said, what does discipleship making actually look like? Well, in our passage, it says in verse 20, teach them to obey everything I have commanded you. Teach them to obey everything I have commanded you. And I want to suggest to you that the way discipleship should look is that it's personal and it's up close. And so I'm just going to demonstrate what I mean. Hopefully you can all see me. Okay. So this is preaching. You ready? I will clean this up afterwards. Okay, that's very wet. (laughs) And now this is discipleship. Discipleship is to get up close to someone and to pour into their lives. Sorry about the mess. Discipleship is to get up close to someone and to pour into their lives. It's to teach them about Jesus and to show them what it looks like to love and obey him. It's to pass on what you know by equipping others to do God's work. It means journeying alongside someone and daring to share your victories, but also your failures. It means praying and investing in someone in the hope that they will one day grow and mature and then in turn pass on what they know onto others. So in a moment, I'm just gonna pass the time over to Alistair. But as we draw to a close, Let's just take a moment to be still and to examine our hearts.
and ask yourself, how eager am I to be a student? To be a student of Jesus? Do I have a teachable spirit? How much do I want to learn from him and be like him?